Welcome to the Hire Me podcast. I'm Chris Lynn. And I'm Heather Balsarek. We are excited to introduce you to an amazingly talented professional today. You're going to learn who they are, what they do, and what they value in under 10 minutes. So come elevate your game as we elevate today's top talents. Today on the Hire Me podcast, I have with me Peter Timothy Brown. I'm excited to jump in and learn more about him so he can be your next great hire and professional connection. Welcome to the show. Um, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Wow. Well, well thank you, Heather. Uh, well, my name is uh, Peter Timothy Brown, but once you get to know me, get to the informal stage, you can call me Tim. So uh, I'm a lead training specialist, training strategist, uh, focused on employee learning and development. And uh, I have extensive experience in this area. I've worked with uh, AT&T for 20 years, but I was responsible for delivering training to uh, call center employees, retail employees. And my extensive experience includes leading large teams, implementing change, developing people, assessing performance, driving organizational results. And, you know, my focus in learning and development has always been to deliver an extraordinary experience in our classrooms, in our training, training environments that will deliver an extraordinary experience for our customers or your customers, whoever hires me. I love that. It's all about the customer experience, internal or external. And I'm going to say that we're now on an informal basis. So, Tim, uh, yes. if that's okay. Uh, that's fine, Heather. <laughs> tell us what type of role you're looking for. Yeah, you know what, Heather, that's a great question. Um, yes, I've been a part of learning and development um, for the last really 15 years while I was at AT&T, but I am looking for a, a role in training. So whether it be associate director where I'm a supervisor of trainers, but I'm also open to going back to the classroom. And I also have experience doing performance consulting. So obviously having a client base uh, internally with the customer, having internal customers and, you know, asking questions, getting what they need to really drive results to improve results in the organization and really creating training around what uh, what KPIs uh, that they're looking to improve. Uh, I really do believe that what I did in that role also transcends to operations in general, um, as I do also have sales background experience, running, managing large teams, um, running, uh, running retail locations, um, and in areas like that. So, so just to sum it up, love to do training um, as an associate director, leading training teams, operations, uh, performance consulting, or even even getting back into the classroom because I definitely have a passion for learning and development. Oh, I can feel it already. You can feel like, it. I All can right. feel it in, your, in this conversation. So uh, that leads right into the next question perfectly. And it's what do you love about this work? What makes you so passionate about it? Well, number one is helping others grow. Um, that's been the most rewarding part of my career. And just to give you an example, when, when I first started, I was 
you know, a trainer, but uh, I, I got to be a part of our college new hire program. It was our retail leadership development program. And what I was able to see, take these college new hires, they were with me for six months, pour into them everything that I knew about our business and to see them grow. And you know what that did for me? It actually established relationships that are lasting or that will last a lifetime. And also seeing those students that I was with 10 years ago or 15 years ago, and they're now our directors, they're our current leaders, our, our vi vice presidents. Uh, so that's been the really the most rewarding thing. So that's what I love. And I'll give you a more recent example. Um, recently, uh, when I was with my last company, you know, VP asked for a floor management workshop for, for our retail stores. They wanted to improve the customer experience. So, um, you know, given my, you know, PC experience was able to work with her and, and her operations team come together, but I brought in two of my instructors who didn't really have much experience in that area. And so they were, so I, I really handed over the project to them. And they were able to work with the, the VP of the market and the operations team, take content that we have, customize it for that market. And then we they actually facilitated the training to about 200 employees in that market. And the greatest thing, the result of that, the customer satisfaction scores improved by 10%. So so those instructors were able to grow, they were able to take on new challenges, handle a project, manage it, facilitate it, see it grow, and we were able to see the results of that. So the collaboration, seeing others grow, that's what I love about my work. Ooh, what a good example. Oh man, Tim, I love that. So in this next role, right, you're taking this passion into this next role. What type of leadership and culture is going to help you thrive? You know, that's a great question. I'm really big on um, leadership and culture of the company. And I think the number one thing, do you trust your people? Do you trust your people to do, to, to do their job, to be effective, to come up with problems and solutions that is uh, going to fix problems and fix issues and help your, help your company grow? So I, I'll give you an example of this, what, what made my experience so special at AT&T. You know, at AT&T, we were, we were virtual before we had virtual training before anybody else did. Uh, so like six, seven years ago, we were actually shifting from being in the classroom to being virtual. And one of the things I was tasked with at the time was being part of the uh, task team to create, to help create our virtual learning environment. And so basically it was like, Tim, here you go. You're responsible for the deliveries piece. You're, you're responsible for helping to create the user interface. Um, how should that look um, uh, basically what you know what what the structure of that should be like what what it should look like what that experience should be like and what was great about that is that you know this was something that was brand new and that I just had to learn and, and tackle so we were able to create a massive online open online course community for our new hires. And we were able to launch that. And guess what? The results that we got from launching our new virtual environment were the same and actually 
better in some KPIs than our in-classroom training. And it was a huge success. And we were able to save about $14 million, the company $14 million from going from an in-classroom environment to a virtual environment. But once again, it was working with the with our technology people, working with our designers, um, coming all together to actually create a solution, um, really in this changing environment, from going from in classroom to being virtual, helping to save the company money while still maintaining our results. So, so th that's that's what I'm looking for. Trust trust your people to do what they're supposed to do. I mean, fourteen million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, fourteen million dollars in cost savings. Wow, it was that, it was huge. It was huge. Yeah, yeah. I applaud. That is exceptional, Tim. Like fantastic. Good job, man. Oh, thank you. So thank you. I, I feel like so. Your the past two questions, like you've given these really good examples about problems you can solve, but what other problems can you solve for companies? Well, I, I, the biggest thing here is inefficiencies for me, ineffective processes, um, just making things better. Um, and, you know, I've had the opportunity to gather a lot of experience supporting different organizations and really being tasked with the responsibility of, you know, helping to create a solution for those things. And here's one example where I really, I, I actually took it upon myself to actually do it. I didn't seek uh, help from leadership or anything, given my expertise in the area, but I wanna give you this example. You know, we had our, we had a, a managers, we shifted from our managers going to training, uh, being uh, us enrolling them. I, I wanna make sure I explain this right, but uh, to where they, we allowed our managers who were newly hired to enroll themselves and to take it at their own pace. Once again, we went from in classroom to being virtual, but instead of, uh, you know, enrolling everyone on the back end, we relied upon the managers to enroll themselves. Here's the problem it did create. It did create a problem where we wound up getting a 50, actually a six month, a six month backlog of managers. So we had newly hired managers that hadn't received training uh, and they're supposed to receive training immediately, but we, we really trusted them to time manage, you know, get it done. But the culture of the company and the culture of the organization was really more focused on dealing with the customers, getting get, getting things done, obviously driving sales. That's the most important focus. And unfortunately, the managers would put their training uh, really on the back end. They would delay it, you know. And so, so I came up with a process to where really turning it back into um, mandatory enrollment and we had a system where, um, where we, where I helped really work with the onboarding team to create an onboarding process where our managers could be trained, enrolled, and complete with training in two to three weeks. All right. So we we took it out of their hands. We put in our process similar to what we did for our our, our retail sellers, and we went through. We had them go through the onboarding process, go through the onboarding tools, so they would be immediately put in. They would be immediately assigned to a class, and so we were able to get that six month backlog down to only a month backlog, and also 
just were being enrolled. Once they were hired, we created um, a pipeline where everyone was being trained within two weeks. So, so that was huge. So th that obviously uh, improved employee engagement. It improved sales results, and it just improved just an overall culture that of of the company to where training is important. We have to get this done. We have to get our people trained for them to be effective. I hope that makes sense. It makes a hundred percent sense to me. I have one more question before we close out today. Sure. What matters to you? What are your values? Oh, number one for me, this is always easy: integrity honesty, um, transparency, um, hey, the, the, that, that's the biggest thing. That's the most important thing to me when it comes to, you know, team members. And, and plus for me, I love serving my team. It's always been about my team. It's always been about the people on my team. They're the ones who make the business work, who make it go. Um, they'll like, like, my, I have a branding statement. I live to serve people and to support them in their growth and development, personally and professionally. Integrity, honesty, and transparency, it shapes my character. So that is who I am, and that is how I lead. So that is most important to me. And being a supervisor over large teams, uh, I've had a team as large as 125 people, um, a team as small as you know, eight to 10, but but in my in my time of being a supervisor, managing people, I always let them know that um, you know what they have got, their well being is the most important thing. I've had several instances of over my course of my over the course of my career where people got sick or uh, had had cancer, um, and and I've I had a recent example um, you know with my last company where you know someone they they had cancer and they wanted to keep working and they just they were afraid of losing their job. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> your health comes first. Take care of you. The job will be here. So, um, and, and, and for me, it's just always being there to listen, to listen, to let them share their story, let them share what's going on and then offer support. How can I help you? What can I do to, to help improve the situation? Um, what do you need? Just not just professionally, but what do you need personally? So really, that is who I am. That is who I function. And I just live to serve and support my people. Well, it is evident to me through all of the examples uh, that you have shared today with us. So I want to thank you again, Tim, for coming on the Hire Me podcast. It was great to learn about you and your skills and how you'll bring value into your next role. If you're watching or listening, be sure to connect with Peter Timothy Brown through the links in the description and the show notes. Uh, and so you can become acquainted with him and you can call him Tim too. Yeah. And make sure right. that you subscribe, follow, and like our content here on the Hire Me podcast so we can continue elevating more of today's top talents. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.